Well, good morning. We're glad that you're here on this cold, blustery, rainy winter, I mean, almost summer morning. <laughs> it is good to be here, though, and uh, man, just a reminder of how big God is. He can bring the, take the hot out and bring the cold in anytime he wants to. I remember uh, one July 4th, we were in the mountains, and it got down to like 40 degrees, and we were out watching the fireworks, and man, we were wrapping up in beach towels and huddling up with each other. Because that's just who God is. He can bring whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And uh, that's why we serve him. That's why we love him, because he is a God that big. We're glad that you're here today to worship a God, our God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he is that big. He is the great I Am. And we're glad that you're here today. If you're watching online or in person, I pray that you fill out a, a visitor's form on the, on the tablet or a card. Either way, we just want to get to know you. A little bit better. No ways we can pray for you, how we can minister to you and with you, and uh, just uh, get to know you a little bit better. So we're glad that you're here. Uh, as far as announcements, we have uh, family night at home tonight, and so uh, just a special time, uh, spending time together with your family. Today is also the Sunday of Memorial Day, and you know what a we're here today. We're able to be here today. You're able to open up your, the Word of God. You, you're allowed to proclaim the gospel to people on the street, in the stores. You're able to worship our mighty God wherever, whenever, however you want to. You're able to say and speak and anything you want to because of today what today represents, and that is, you know, we're in day to recognize veterans, and we certainly want to recognize veterans today for what you've done, but today is set aside for those who gave extra, for those who gave their lives for our freedom. There are cemeteries across the country and across the world that have the remains of great Warriors who laid their life down for us so that we could be here today. So don't let this day, don't let this weekend, don't let tomorrow be just another <clears throat> holiday, another day of gathering, another family day, another day to, to, to cook out in the rain. But remember what tomorrow really is, what it represents, and that is those who have given their life for our freedom. Amen. So as we join together in worship, uh, let's remember them in our prayer. There are their families in our prayer. Um, how many of you, anybody in here lost a family person in service? Okay, all right. How many of you lost a friend in service? Okay. And we certainly probably know someone that was lost in service. That is why we celebrate tomorrow, okay, because of the freedoms we have today. And so as we begin this, this worship service today, let's go to the Lord in, in prayer. Almighty God, you are a good and a gracious God. And Lord, on this Memorial Sunday, we, we thank you for those who courageously laid down their lives for our freedom. 
May the example of their sacrifice, God, may it be an inspiration to us in our selfless love for your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who laid down his life for our salvation. And God, today, may we freely worship you without reservation today because we can, because we have that freedom. And so, Lord, let nothing hinder our worship today. And God, we open our hearts, Lord, asking for the Holy Spirit to move within us. And we surrender our time to you this morning, seeking your will to be done here in this place and here in our hearts. And Lord, we thank you for hearing our prayers and for answering them. And we surrender our time to you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
told you you're not right But when he told you you're not strong enough To put up a good fight But when he told you you're not worthy But when he told you you're not loved But when he told you you're not beautiful That you'll never be Those are the best right there. <laughs> I tell you, they, uh, they're special. <clears throat> We're going to talk about this morning about being fearless. And, you know, as a kid, you know, those times come around quite often, don't they, when we get scared. Um, 
pretty neat how a parent can soothe those fears, isn't it? Uh, one summer night, the storms were really heavy and thunder was clashing all around and mom had gone and, and tucked her little boy in, into bed and she was about to turn off the lights and go out the room and, and the little boy stopped and he said, Mom, will you, will you sleep in here with me tonight? And she, she went over and gave him a big hug and she said, I, I'm sorry, honey, but I, I've got to sleep in Daddy's room tonight. The little boy was silent for a few minutes and Mom was walking out, getting ready to cut the lights off and the little boy said, Oh, that big sissy. <laughs> How many of you remember the, the, the game show, uh, The Fear Factor? Anybody remember that back in the early 2000s? Uh, it ran, uh, it was like a dare game show, I guess. It ran for, uh, for five or so years. And uh, contestants, they would get in a bathtub filled with uh, spiders or animals and let, you know, let them crawl all over them and do crazy things like that. Another challenge was to was to eat bugs or other disgusting things. Uh, they scaled the high ropes courses or, or buildings, you know, and, and trying to face their, their fear of heights. And there was, there was one stunt, uh, or they were all just, you know, they, they were all geared toward challenging people's fear and, and overcoming the fear that they have. How many of you have, have earnestly tried to overcome a fear that you have? I am still scared of heights, okay? I always have been. I'm not as bad as I used to be. One of the things I did uh, when we were running the truck stops was we, we had billboards that we had to go out and change these four by eight sheets of plywood. We changed, that was back in the old day before you did with digital things. But we, we would have to climb up on these billboards and take these big old numbered signs and, and take them off and put new, you know, to make the new diesel gas price so everybody could see it. And Daddy said, you know, Russ, go out with Mr. Camp. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but I was determined in my heart that I was going to do that to try to overcome my fear of heights. And I still today try to push myself a little bit more whenever I'm in that situation. When I was a little boy, how many of you have been to Grandfather Mountain? I didn't go across the bridge. <laughs> I might have, but I was on mama's leg, you know, dragging behind her like that. I don't like heights. I still don't like heights. But I'm in the process of overcoming that fear. But we all have a fear of something. We all have a fear of something. Some people have the fear of, of snakes. How many of that's you? A lot of you, okay. Uh, I've killed three already this year. Uh, it's just... You know, it's not even June yet. How many of you are fearful of clowns? Okay, you are a clown. Okay. <laughs> he gets scared every time he looks in the mirror. <laughs> How many of you are fearful of water? A lot of times when you can't swim, you're fearful of, of water. How many of you are fearful of flying, of getting on a plane and, and flying somewhere? There, what about... Fear of confined spaces, claustrophobia. Okay, there, there, there's some of that. There are hundreds and hundreds of different 
named phobias out there that there are legitimate fears that, that people have. The top three fears in, in America, uh, number three is the fear of bugs or snakes or, or animals. Number two, that's me, the fear of heights. Okay? And number one, the number one most feared thing in all, not only in America, but in all the world, can you guess it? Public speaking. That was me too. That was me too. God does miracles. He hasn't taken my fear of heights away. But I asked my wife, I asked my mom, and folks, this didn't happen 21 and a half years ago. We're all fearful of something. In fact, there are more, people are more afraid of public speaking than of death itself. Wow. But the Bible tells us 365 times to fear not. There's one fear not for every day of the week or every day of the year. Fear not. But, but, but fear is a result of sin in the world. Thinking about it, but, but before Adam and Eve sinned, there was no fear. Everything was perfect. There was nothing to be afraid of. There was no stress, no anxiety, no fear. Life was perfect. Life was perfect. Every day was good. God walked and talked with them in the garden. But one day, one day it all changed. In a moment, in a moment it was all different. In Genesis chapter 3, we find that story. In Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 through 11. It was that day in history that, that all of history, all of eternity would, would be changed. It says in verse 8 through 11, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as He was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I, I heard you in, in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? It was that act of, that act of disobedience, eating from the tree that brought sin, that brought fear, into the world. It was that act that changed all of eternity. As I said, we're all fearful of something, but and, and so there's four ways that we can deal with it. We can, we can deny it and say, you know, we that it's not there. We can accept it. We can run from it. Or we can face it and fight it. And that, that could be narrowed down to being to being gripped by fear or trusting God with our fear. In the days of Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, if you will turn there, we're going to be there in just a minute for a, for a short period of time. Then we're going to be in Joshua chapter 1, so you might want to hold those two places. Just to give you an illustration of how God works in different people's lives uh, to, to eliminate that fear that people have. Maybe He's worked in your your life in some way, to take away the, the fear in your life. But we find in, in, in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 where, where Judah was, was surrounded by three great military armies, three great enemies. And there was, 
you know, for them, there was nowhere to turn. There was nothing to do. It was lights out, game over for them. And, 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 and in the eyes of the people, the battle was already lost. And so when the nation was in distress like that, King, Je- King Jehoshaphat called the people together and, and he called on them to, for a period of, of prayer and fasting. And he encouraged them, check your, evaluate your, look into your relationship with God. Where is your relationship with God today? Is it right? Are you in right standing with God? Folks, that would be his message to us today as well. To check our relationship with God. Are we in a right relationship with God? And He would call us into a time of prayer and fasting today too, I believe, because folks, our country is in distress, isn't it? There's a lot going on. And I would say that that God would call us all to a time of of prayer and fasting and to make sure our relationship with God is right. But here in 2 Chronicles, uh, God spoke to King Jehoshaphat through Jehaziel. And he says in verses 15 through 18, he says to Jehoshaphat, he said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid. Again, they're being surrounded. Their time is up. They're about to be dealt a deadly blow. He says, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but whose? It is God's. Tomorrow, he says, tomorrow march down against them. They will be climbing up the pass of Zis, and all you will find them at the end of the gorge of the, in the desert of Jeriel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. Folks, what are you facing in your life today? What obstacle in your life? What storm is coming your way? What In the midst of your storm now, what are you facing in your life today? Here he's telling us to go out and face it and watch God work. In your time of prayer and fasting, watch God work. God is going to take over. It says, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, for the Lord will be with you. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, face it with the Lord by your side. You know, we might not be facing the, 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 the great military enemies that Judah was facing. But still, we, we face the battle of, of temptation. We face the battle of health and the battle of of finances, the battle in relationships, the battle of overcoming sin, and facing the the, the evil darkness of this world. You know, being a Christian in today's world means being a, a fearless Christian. Going out under the power and the authority of Almighty God into the world. I mean, you think about it, our world today is radically different than it was just 10 years ago. Our world looks nothing like it did just 10 years ago. 
and unlike any time in history. And as a result, it requires us to be bold and courageous in our faith. Stepping out and being bold in the world in which we live with the people we influence. Being in the Lord's army means we, we put on the full armor of God. It requires us to be in, in constant training, of being here today, being here on Sunday nights, Wednesday nights, being in His Word, being in prayer, being in fellowship with other believers, but being in constant training. It requires us to be equipped and, re- and prepared for, for spiritual battle. It requires us to be ready to defend the gospel. And then it requires us that we fearlessly take the gospel into enemy territory. To go and be strong and be bold. Don't be discouraged, for the Lord is with you. And then flipping over to Joshua chapter 1, we, we, we see, in, in, just as in Joshua chapter 1, Joshua was charged with, with leading God's people, taking over leadership, and, and, and leading God's people after Moses had died. And God tells Joshua and He tells us to be fearless. In that new challenge that you're taking on in life, in that new opportunity, in the new, new setting that you find yourself in, be fearless. You know, although Joshua had, had been working by Moses' side for, for years and years, he was, now the, he was now in charge. He was, it was a new job. It was a new challenge for him. He was now the main man. But he was also God's main man. And that's what made all the difference in the world. You see, like Joshua, when we're, when, when we're charged with a new task, regardless of, of how uncomfortable or unsettling it may be to us, how difficult we might see it in our life, if, if we're in God's will, and if we're following His leadership, folks, that, that new opportunity will be a, 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 it'll be an adventure for us. It won't be a chore if we're in God's will. We see that in Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through, 1 through 9. It says, After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, and said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan into the land that I'm giving you. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on land that I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous. For you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to the ancestors I would give them. Again, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses, had, Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. 
Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. This is my command. Not a suggestion, not an idea. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Folks, that's God's word for you today. That's God's message for you today. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Whatever you face, whatever circumstance you find yourself in, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Three times there in verse 6, 7, and 9, God commands us, be strong, be courageous, be strong, be very courageous. Let me encourage you today to go fearlessly into the future. Be strong, be bold, be courageous, and be fearless because Almighty God is always with you and will never leave you. And because of that, we can go into today and tomorrow fearlessly, ready to face whatever comes our way because God is with us. If we look at Exodus chapter 3, we, we see that God said that, that, that I, am the, I am who I am. I am who I am. That was in, in Exodus chapter 3. And then in John chapter 6, Jesus echoes that when He says, I am. He's echoing the Old Testament where God said, I am who I am. Jesus said, I am. He said, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection of life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the vine. Folks, Jesus is the great I am. He is everywhere and everything to everybody. Amen. Praise God for that today. You see, the same God that called Moses is with you. The same God that parted the Red Sea is with you. The same God that shut the lion's mouth is with you. The same God that, that defeated Goliath is with you. The same God that brought the walls of Jericho down is with you. The same God that walked into fiery furnace is with you. The same God that calmed the storm is with you. The same God that raised the dead to life is with you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Folks, Almighty God is within you and around you and with you wherever you go. Folks, it's, God's Word says all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus. Amen. Jesus strengthens us more than any storm could ever weaken us. Jesus is with you in the midst of your greatest fear. Jesus is with you when you're feeling overwhelmed. Jesus is with you when your burden is heavy. Jesus is with you when your path is uncertain. Jesus is with you all the time. All the time. And folks, the, the road of, ahead for the followers of Christ will be a difficult one. The, the Bible lays that out. But nevertheless, we must go fearlessly into the future working for Christ all the while waiting on His return. Are we going to get scared? I know we, 
We all get scared at different times, don't we? I remember as a little boy, Daddy took me camping on the river. We were walking through the woods and it was dark outside and you could see the, you know, the, the moonlight shining through the, through the trees and the dogs howling out in the distance and I guess it was squirrels rustling around in, in the leaves there, but, but folks, I was getting scared. <laughs> and Daddy knew that. Maybe I was walking a little bit closer to him, you know. But he reached down and grabbed my hand. And that made all the difference in the world. Because I knew my daddy was there. And I knew my daddy would protect me from whatever was out there. Folks, God is our daddy in life. God is our daddy in this life. And folks, won't you grab his hand and walk with him? Because it can get scary out there. Maybe God's calling us to walk a little closer to Him. To grab that hand. And walk with Him. Folks, Jesus is either going to calm the storm or He's going to calm the believer as they walk through the storm. Again, He's not just with us. He is within us. And His presence guarantees our protection. Well, folks, we've got to remember that this world is not the end. This world is not our home, regardless of, of what may come our way in this world. It's only temporary. In 1 Corinthians 15, 19 says, If our hope in Christ is only for this life, if our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in the world. See, God's presence doesn't mean we won't have times of fear, but that those times of fear won't cripple us, it won't destroy us, it won't take us down, it won't take us out. Let me ask you this morning, what is it in your life that, that you're facing? What what is consuming your heart right now? What, what fear has gripped your heart today? What is it that, that maybe we need to surrender to His authority and, and His power? Because today we can start turning that fear into faith. You see, if we're in Christ, when we're in Christ, we've been gifted with the Holy Spirit and all the power that comes with that. God's word to His children in 2 Timothy 1.7 it says God has not given us a spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. That is not from God. But God has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound mind. That, my friend, is what comes from God. And, and, and when we choose faithfulness to a, to a holy and perfect God, He will be faithful to us and, and giving us the Holy Spirit and all of, its, all of His power which enables us to be fearless in all of our circumstances regardless of what comes our way. And folks, He is the one who will make a way through it all.
because He is the Lord of all. Let me ask you this morning, are you connected to the One who has all the power and all the authority on heaven and on earth? If we do, if you have that Holy Spirit in your life, you can face this world. You can face tomorrow. You can face your fears, your situations fearlessly with Christ. In John chapter 8, verse 23 and 24, I'll close with this verse. Jesus said, You are from below. I am from above. You belong to this world. I do not. That is why I said that you will die in your sins unless you believe that I am. Unless you believe that I am who I claim to be, you will die in your sins. Will you come today and let Him be the Lord of your life? Jesus is Lord of all. And you can be fearless only when He is the Lord of your life. And Lord of everything in your life. What is it that you can surrender to Him today? Go fearlessly. Be a fearless believer. A fearless Christian taking on the world. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, You knew how we were wired because You made us, You created us, and You knew that once sin entered this world that we would very often be captivated by fear. And God, I guess that's why You addressed it so many times in Your Word. That You tell us so often to fear not. And to know that, that we can go into life fearlessly knowing that You are with us, that You are with us by our side. That You will never leave us, never forsake us. You will walk with us through the storm. You'll calm the storm or You'll, you'll calm our hearts as we walk through it. And so Father, today, We surrender to you saying, Lord, I give you my life. Lord, I surrender my all to you. Lord, I want you to be Lord of all in my life. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.